Hey, what's going on? Thank you for listening to another episode of my podcast. I'm Dave Peace, and this is a comedy podcast. However, I do much more than that. T- today's episode, we're doing movie reviews. I <laughs> I was doing movie reviews on my YouTube because I was trying to find more content to put out, and I just did not like the process. I would record and edit, and, and then obviously I have to go see the movie. And, and then I would go see like horrible movies. Like I went to go see the Indiana Jones movie with my mother and I absolutely hated it. Like it was by far the worst movie I've seen this year. And, uh, Andy, he's, he's too old. Okay. Stop it. Okay. Like they have like the de-aging face. So there's scenes with him with like a young Harrison Ford face, but old Harrison Ford voice. And it was, it was too much. Okay. So I was like, I don't want to do this. And then I saw Mission Impossible with uh tom cruise and this man knows how to make a movie he might be crazy as shit okay the scientology the like jumping on the couch at oprah like he might be one of the craziest most accepted celebrities that we know today i mean i don't know if you've been watching britney spears instagram but this shit is it's it's must-see tv okay like (laughs) the knives like what what is happening and everybody's all free britney and now everybody's kind of coming around to like maybe her dad was right and obviously, we don't know the whole story, people. We don't listen. I'm not Britney Spears, but listen, if you're listening right now, uh, get off of Instagram, okay? <laughs> like, like, whoever your closest friends are, have them take your phone. Like, you know how you have a child and they are being punished. And the, the way to get them, you know, hit them where it hurts, you take their goddamn phone. Someone take her phone away or log her out and change the password because this is. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's good? It's Day. And uh, if you're listening and you're like, hey, how can I support more? How can I be a part of the magic in a bigger way than just listening to the pod regularly? That answer is become a sponsor. Very easy to do. And a lot of times people think you have to pay me hundreds of dollars. No, it's it's, it's just a couple of bucks a month. And you can kind of pick and choose if you want to sponsor my Monday marital talk with my wife. If you want to do the Thursday episodes, if you just want to sponsor a segment like Monica's question of the day or favorite things on the road, you can do that. Uh, if you just want a shout out, like, hey, shout me out. Um, I, you know, uh, I, I lost 70 pounds, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, uh, I just finally fit in my size five shoe, whatever it is. Like, uh, look, we can have fun. Uh, if you have a business, obviously, I'll read an ad uh, and support you in that way and more so uh, i just want to come up here and say hey look looking for sponsors we off to a great start with season seven and uh if anybody wants to jump on you are more than welcome like i know we live in a world where social media gives us access to more people and celebrities and and Again, we don't know the whole story. Like, maybe the bitch was cooking, okay? Like, maybe maybe she was cutting celery. And was like, you know what? Let me let me do a TikTok real quick. 
This episode, I'm doing a movie review on three movies that I've seen recently. One, I absolutely love, and then two, I have never seen before. And instead of doing it on YouTube and going through the process of editing and putting it out, I thought I would watch them and every so often have somebody sponsor the episode and then I'll, I'll do a review. And if there's like a movie you really want me to see, and please don't let it be terrible. Don't do that. People do this thing where they're like, hey, I love this. And then they recommend it. And then I'll listen to the song or I'll watch an episode of the TV show that they recommend and they're terrible. Here's what I'd like you to do. Especially if you've been listening to the pod for a while, especially if you know me, don't recommend things that you exclusively love. Recommend some things you think I would like. Okay. And if I don't like them, <laughs> I think this gives me an idea of how you see me. Real quick, I will be in Des Moines again. So Wednesday started the Des Moines Comedy Festival. They took last year off. It was previously known as Beast Village, which was the Des Moines, Iowa Comedy Festival that had been going on for about six or seven years. Took over the reins by a gentleman by the name of Matthew Jacobson, who uh, I adore. He's been on the pod. And I think he's been on the pod. Fuck, I have to <laughs> I have to like go back and confirm that. Otherwise, I'll just take that out. But a uh, very funny comedian and comedy festival runner. And uh, he, he actually did the artwork for Peace Talk. So, so it kicked off on Wednesday. It goes through Saturday. And then I have another show Friday. So I literally drove, drove to Des Moines back, going back again. And then I have a show on Saturday at Sutherland, Iowa. I've never been at Sweetie's Clubhouse. Tickets are still available. That should be a lot of fun. Again, working my new hour. I'm going to play uh, an ad. Got to pay some sponsors, and then uh, I'm going to let you know about these movies. All right, first up is a movie. So let, let me let me start here. There is way too much stuff to watch, okay? Like, I, I much prefer watch a TV show. I love binge watching, but it's got to be a show, obviously, that I care about, that I get into. And most recently, I find myself, like, I finished the show, and it's like, all right, let, let me, what do I have in the queue? And then, again, I, I see, like, some terrible recommendations. Like, I don't really want to. My, my sister has a three-episode rule, and I try it. But then sometimes I end up watching the whole thing, and, and I, I'm, I'm sad that I do that. Like, I've, I've wasted time. Like, I just watched – I love Idris Elba. He has a show on uh, Apple TV, and I watched the first episode. And again, I wasn't, like, hooked and then I watched the second one. I watched the third one. Then by the time I got to the third one, I'm like, there's only seven episodes. I might as well watch four more. <laughs> so I watch them. And it's like, why do I even watch any? I, I like the I like the morning show with Jennifer Aniston and Reese Weather, and I, they're they're doing the they're doing the new episode every week. And I, I don't like that. Like that that is my biggest pet peeve right now. Can we please normalize releasing all the episodes at once? The Bear did it on FX. Uh, fantastic show. And most of the shows that we watch, that we we enjoy, especially as we went into this new streaming era, you know, my, the Orange is the New Black, for example, just release it. Let me just watch 10 hours straight of this show. With that being said, the life of a comedian is kind of staying up late. I try to explain this to my wife, like I'll do shows and then my body is just kind of reprogrammed to be up later. In fact, I was watching Thursday Night Football and I saw an ad for... Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. I'm like, this, this looks this looks interesting. Let me let me give it a try. And I I'm I'm very skeptic about you know war movies and and we love America because they 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 they're tricky. 
right? Because sometimes they have these, you know, underlying messages or they, they have like a political objective. This movie was actually a, a huge surprise. It got an 83% Rotten Tomato. It received mostly great critic acclaim, uh, but it didn't do well at the box office. It, it only did like 21, 21.8 million, but it had like a budget of 55. Jake Gyllenhaal, who I got to be honest, with you, he's, he's becoming one of my favorite actors, but I don't like a lot of his movies. Like he's, he's one of those guys that's like, this guy is incredibly talented, but I don't love this movie. <laughs> it's like, I, I saw a movie with him. I think it was a Netflix movie where he was like in a phone booth, not a phone booth, but like a, he was like a phone operator for like a, the whole 90 minutes. And it was like, uh, you acting your ass off, but you just in a box. Okay. It was like, <laughs> uh, I liked him in Spider-Man. Uh, he played a villain in the second one. And if I have to be honest, my favorite movie is a movie that came out in like 2001 with Jennifer Aniston, believe it or not. And uh, it's called The the Good Girl. And I, it's like an indie drama. It It's, it's I won't say it's one of my favorite movies, but it's like one of my diamond in the rough movies. So with that being said, Guy Ritchie also did the big blockbuster Aladdin. I had like a budget of 183 and that was hugely successful as far as the box office and i, I gotta be honest with you i am out on live action movies disney movies like i'm, I'm not i don't want to go see another one ever anyway the premise of the movie is during the war in afghanistan a local interpreter risks his own life to carry an injured sergeant across miles of the grueling terrain and it's 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 a simple movie it also has that like is this based on a true story and it's not but it, it it's a fine movie with without like it's it's based off two characters, but like the events that actually happen are 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 not accurate, I guess is what I can say. It doesn't take away from the movie at all. Like it's 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 a real a lot of people die. <laughs> okay. It's, it it very much is like an entertaining feature film. The third act, like how they concluded, I thought that was like, okay, we're getting a little out of out of it because kind of sneaks back into Afghanistan and finds him and brings him back. And that part was a little like, okay, <laughs> but, but overall it was a fun movie experience. Sometimes at the root, I just want to be entertained for an hour and a half to two. And it, it very much did that. And again, it has good acting. It has some real good, like heart moments where it's like, I fucks with this. And I didn't feel like it was preachy in any way. I'm going to save what my movie rankings are until the very end. That way you have to stick around. <laughs> but the next movie I watched was also a prime video. It's one of those movies where I, I kept seeing it and I'm not a romantic comedy kind of guy anymore. I blame that on my wife. She loves Hallmark movies. Too good to be true. Romance. They're very irritating. If I can be honest with you, but I saw this one and I, I recognized the actress. Her name is Allison Brie. And I was like, what, what do I know her from? And she's actually been in, in a lot of things. Uh, she's kind of most mostly known for her character, Trudy, in Mad Men, was in Community and in a voice on BoJack Horseman. Glow was was like one of her more critically acclaimed. Like she got nominated for like Critic Choice Award. But I, I, like, I don't, what do I know her from? And, and then it, it, it hit me. She was uh, the reporter in Scream 4. And if you know anything about me, I love the Scream franchises. I just absolutely do. I recently watched the very last one that came out earlier this year. And then the one last, like, I just, I love the Screams. And it's almost like a flex to watch Scream, like, watch a Scream movie, knowing who the killers are. And just kind of picking up on those subtle, like, oh, you're the killer. 
and I know now, <laughs> you know, so like how you react, your body language, like all these little things that they do that are like, okay, like, hey, I, I, if I'm the killer, I probably would have done that as well. So with that being said, she's uh, she's not only the star, but she also wrote this movie with her uh, husband, who also directed it, Dave Franco. And it stars Jay Ellis, who is a really cool brother who um, was in the, the show Insecure on HBO with Issa Rae. And I like this guy a lot. And so it's a very much my best friend's wedding situation. And I, I just kind of got roped in. I was like, all right, I, I finished The Covenant. What else should I watch? But I will say... By the end, by its third act, it sort of saved it for me. It's one of those things where I'm like, I'm wasting my time. But by the time I got to the end, I was like, you know what? I I enjoyed that. And I don't know if I should do spoiler alerts because maybe you want to see this movie. So maybe maybe that's it. Maybe I'll do spoiler free. No, no, I'm I'm going to I'm going to ruin it. Listen, if you don't want to see the, like if you want to see this movie, just skip over. So here's the summary: On a trip to her hometown, workaholic Allie reminisce with her ex Sean and start to question everything about the person she's become. Things only get more confusing when she meets Cassidy, who was actually his fiance, uh, who reminds her of the person she used to be. Here's what I think they did to pitch this movie they're like hey you guys seen my best friend Winnie let's put a black guy in this situation and a white girl and like yeah it's a brand new movie like it's no it's it's the exact same okay like let's not let's not do this Hollywood I'm watching this as a black man who is married to a white woman and I'm thinking if this man leaves his black beautiful wife or a wife to be bright to be for this white woman fuck this movie okay like it it had the makings of disaster she sort of you know fucks up their relationship but she then kind of shows up with super glue they don't they don't force anything with her character like she doesn't like find somebody else at the end of the movie she finds like a, a potential love interest which i'm okay with that if you know sometimes these movies wrap up they got five minutes and then they do like a six months later she's married with kids you're like what <laughs> doesn't make any sense this is just my personal man i think most of these romantic comedies are, are just romantic like i think it's all fairy tale and i like when they have more down-to-earth moments it's kind of like when you're watching a scary movie and someone runs upstairs instead of going out the front door like, and like hey do this this makes sense this is logical like why is nobody doing the obvious it took it took like 80 minutes to get there for these grown-ass people to start doing the obvious doing the obvious and making the you know having those kind of conversations but for me by the time i got to the end i'm like okay this was not a complete waste of my time (laughs) i i think it would be cool to watch the movie backwards you know like I, i could have skipped a lot of the setup but with that being said it had its it had its moments there's some beautiful nudity and i say that like there's some different body types in here this is just me but some 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 beautiful nudity in a movie, especially kind of done right. Like I saw Oppenheimer, they just kind of popped the naked lady in there for kind of, in my opinion, no reason at all. But it it didn't <laughs> like I didn't need it. A lot of times, like, if you do it right, again, you give me a Titanic. Like, let me draw your titties. You you give me that. You give me some artsy shit. Uh, I you know I bump I bump you up half a grade. So <laughs> that was the second movie I saw.
Hey, it's me, Dave Pease. I would love for you to come to a show, and that might not be possible. Like, I may be doing a show, and it's not in your city or your state, and you still want to listen to my comedy or watch my comedy. You can go on YouTube and watch my first comedy special, Peace of Mind, or you can listen to one of my two, or both of my comedy albums that are streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, everywhere you listen to music. Uh I'm pretty hilarious, if I can be honest with you. And uh, I love putting out this work at this point in my career. And again, if you've never seen you, me live, just, you know, due to geography, uh, those are other ways that you can uh, listen to my comedy and let me know what you think. The last movie is a movie I've actually seen a, a couple of times. I don't know where it ranks on my favorite movie, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. But it definitely falls into my top three after becoming a father. I see this movie through a new lens. In fact, it's uh, number one would be Will Smith, Pursuit of Happiness. Like if we watch that movie together and we have a box of tissue that is closed and by the end of the movie, you don't open it. I feel like you're soulless. Okay, (laughs) like I'm going to go home thinking about this person uh, is an AI. Okay, (laughs) you're a robot because the scene, uh, I mean, there's, there's so many, but that like the scene where they're in the terminal or subway station and he's like in the room and the somebody's beating on the door trying to get in he's just holding his son his real life son played it's like and uh big daddy adam sandler i I know it's a comedy but it just hits differently like i wipe my own ass like (laughs) like uh I, i recently did a favorite adam sandler movie list and big daddy has been one of my favorites for quite some time but it definitely has changed since becoming a father, uh, I like always enjoyed Happy Gilmore, but I recently watched it and I laughed, but it wasn't like it didn't, it was missing heart. And then this movie uh, with Jason Bateman called The Switch with also Jennifer Aniston. There was a lot of, a lot of Jennifer Aniston talk this, <laughs> this episode. Let me start off by saying I'm a Jason Bateman fanboy. I listen to their podcast, Smartless, with Sean Hayes and Will Arnett. And like Jason, if you're listening, like I, I enjoy you as a man. Okay, more than an actor. Is it like I just want to touch your beard? And I don't think that's weird to say. Okay, <laughs> but uh, and, and like he's he's had so many projects that I just thoroughly enjoy. Uh, this might be the most emotional portrait of him as an actor. Where let me first start off by saying this movie was made in 2010, so it has some cringe moments and it deals with a very controversial subject matter. And I don't necessarily think they do the best with it, but if you can kind of get past it, push it to the side. It It's thoroughly enjoyable for the simple fact of the relationship with him and the kid. Um, but I'm going to read the the summary if you don't know this movie at all. Neurotic Wally Mars, played by Jason Bateman, has one bright spot in his life. His relationship with Cassie, played by Jennifer Aniston. When Cassie announced her intentions to become pregnant using a sperm donor, Wally thinks he would be the lucky guy. But Cassie has someone else in mind. While drunk at Cassie's insemination party, Wally substitutes his sperm for the donors, then passes out, remembering nothing. Seven years later, Wally meets Cassie's son, who seems oddly familiar to him. Now, I'm sure there was a lot of people that they had to run this by that had to sign off. <laughs> and to a point where they're like, yes, we're he's going to hijack this woman's pregnancy. Uh, he's going to completely violate her trust in her body. And... It it's gonna be a comedy, you know. It's gonna be romantic, like they're gonna end up together, which they do. And 
it has that moment where like he realizes what he did later and instead of just telling her she says something about having feelings for him and he has feelings for her which he really didn't realize until now but his best friend or, or, or work partner jeff played by jeff goldblum who's just phenomenal in the movie like hey you've been in love with her like this entire time <laughs> so like what do you what, what are you talking about so he holds on to the information then reveals it at the very end where she, you know she slaps him and it's like it, it would have been great if she could have had like a uh i don't know a soliloquy of like look what you did was wrong we need to work through this. I don't know if we ever will or can't. Like it, it kind of has like this. Well, let's just put it in a box, wrap it up, and they'll they'll live happily ever after. Hey, it's his kid after all, <laughs> you know. Like this this young kid who I don't think has done much. His name is Thomas Robinson, uh, and this has nothing to do with anything. But Patrick Wilson is the sperm donor guy, and I just don't like his face. Okay, he's in all the insidious movies, and he's just one of those. Like sometimes actors are just really good at their job. Like either like, hey, this is who you are in real life. Or you're just a really good actor. Like, like for example, Rachel McAdams in Mean Girls. Like, you're, you're, you're really good at this. Okay. <laughs> but there, there's a scene in this movie. The kid likes to collect picture frames with the original pictures. And, and Jason Bateman's like, you, why do you do that? Like, you're supposed to put your own pictures in. And the boy's like, what are you talking about? In this picture, and it's a picture of an old man on a boat. It's like, this is my granddad. And he likes to fish and he has a boat. And, and, and in, this, in this picture, it's my brother's. It's my father's brother, Rick, and in this picture, and and so on and so forth. And then he asks Jason, he's like, uh, "Do you do you have do you have a dad? Is he is he in your life?" And and Jason teary eyed looks at him. He said, "No, my my dad left when I was really, really young." And the boy turns around and he grabs a picture frame with a picture of a dad in it. Turns around, hands it to Jason, and he says, "You can have this one." Or he, he says, you can keep this one. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Is that is that what we do? I didn't expect this sort of emotional roller coaster, like in this movie, like with, with such a with such a controversial topic and premise and like all these other elements. It's like at the heart of it, it's, it's just beautiful story of a father and son and a man and a boy kind of meeting each other but also being the same. And uh, I just absolutely love it for that. So here's my grades. Uh, Guy Ritchie is The Covenant. I got to go with a solid B. I think it's just a movie that is more enjoying than it's not. It's led by a great lead actor, Jake Gyllenhaal, plus the interpreter in that relationship is is is, is really enjoyable. Someone I used to know, like if you like those types of movies, I think you'll enjoy this. Like if you're like my best friend, Wedding is my favorite movie of all time. This is pretty much that <laughs> and again if you watch it stay for the third act i think it sort of helps so i'm gonna go with a c minus i feel like that's being a little generous but I, I forgot there was nudity in it so i'm gonna bump it up to a c <laughs> it's gonna be just a solid c the switch i think if i first told you when i first saw it after becoming a dad i think it's like hey this is an a minus movie i'm gonna go with a b as as well I think uh, I I like the movie more than I should. 
All right, so that's it. That's my movie review episode. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you enjoyed that at all. I'm going to do that from time to time, especially if we have the right sponsors for it. And again, if you have a movie that you're interested, in, you can email me at maritaltalkmonday at gmail. That's sort of at right now the kind of email for all of these things, peace talk. So uh, appreciate you as always. Thank you for listening. I'll be back next Monday with my wife for another marital talk Monday, and then I'll be back next Thursday. I, I plan to take the equipment to Des Moines and record some of the Des Comedy Festival. So uh, I'll talk to you soon.